it has been a while uh, since I have done a podcast about recovery and I decided it was high time that I do another one for the very simple fact of life for me has been very busy in a very good way, overwhelming in a very good way. And yet the other night I said to my husband, you know, a glass of cold wine sounds so good right now. And I could not for the whole rest of the evening get that thought, that image, that taste, that, I'm just going to say that yearning uh, for that first sip of a cold glass of wine. And I wasn't really even a wine drinker. Uh, but that's what sounded good to me. And I was thinking about it. And I, you know, I pull myself out of it because that's not a rabbit hole that I want to go down. Uh, but it kept coming back all evening long. And, uh, you know, I'd think about it and I, okay, that first taste, it would hit my mouth and I would have that ah feeling, that instant relief of the overwhelm, of the stress of what was going on in life, even though it was all fabulous. And instantly, the next thing that hit me was that uncontrollable continuation of drinking, where I had no control over that next sip, that next glass. It wouldn't it be the next bottle of wine, but it would be the next, where would I go from there? Um, and how drunk would I get? How much damage would I do in that in that one short period of time when I made a bad decision to follow through with a urge for some comfort. Um, my husband is so very supportive uh, of me and of my recovery. And well, of course he is. His life is so much better with me in recovery. Um, but just merely telling him absolutely took some of the power out of it. I was really hoping that by sharing that with him, um, that it would uh, alleviate it altogether. And I was really surprised that it didn't. So that was a very good indicator for me of really how overwhelmed I was feeling with what was happening in my life even though it was all good. It is all good. So I ended up staying up much later than normal, just watching, I don't even remember what I watched, mindless TV, anything to keep my brain occupied so I didn't continue to think about drinking. And I didn't want to go to bed because then it would be so quiet. I was afraid I would start to spin and would just, you know, make myself miserable. So I stayed up later than usual. Luckily, I did sleep that night. And I woke up the next morning, not with the thought of drinking in my head, but thinking about how overwhelmed I realized that I really was and 
I found myself having to reach out to my partner, to Pam, to be honest with her just about how overwhelmed I was feeling uh, with what was going on. That honesty, um, because the overwhelmed that I was feeling had nothing to do with my life with my husband. It was business. And being honest with Pam about that and letting her know that I am so excited, I am thrilled, but I am overwhelmed. And being able to share that experience with her, that took the power away. That completely took it away. And I am so grateful that I was able to recognize that it was, it wasn't that I wanted to drink. It was telling me, hey, you need to recognize you're overwhelmed. It's okay that you're overwhelmed, but you need to recognize it. You need to share that. Uh, because if we don't share our strongest emotions with the people that it's going to affect most, they have no way to know uh, how to interact with us if we're acting out of a trigger. Uh, if I If I started acting a certain way because I was overwhelmed and Pam didn't know I was overwhelmed, she might just think, man, she's being a bitch today. Or what is her problem? Why is she so mad at me? Who knows what her perception might be? Yes, she's psychic. Yes, she could very well figure out or receive the information as to what I was going through, but it doesn't always work that way. Uh, it really doesn't. Emotions and ego are involved in everything we do on a on a second by second basis. So I can't rely on the fact that she is extremely psychic and is automatically going to know what's happening with me. It doesn't work that way. It's up to me to be honest and open and share with her what's going on. So if I start acting out or responding in a certain way that would correspond with my overwhelm, she's going to know it. She's instantly going to go, yeah, yep. She's overwhelmed. All right. How can I best respond to her in, in whatever it is that that's happening in a moment? So I really felt it important to share this because it's been quite a while uh, since I have had that uh, um, that sustained thought uh, of of drinking in direct proportion to how overwhelmed I was feeling, excitement, um, and like I I keep repeating that it was all good. That doesn't matter. An emotion. Uh, especially like overwhelm that can take us out whether it's good bad or even indifferent that overwhelm of not knowing um, I think the overwhelm comes from not knowing oh what outlet to use 
And sometimes we just don't think about talking about it because we're going to look silly. We're going to look weak. We're going to look stupid because we are overwhelmed. Our senses have just been overloaded and we don't know how to process. That's part of being human. And you've heard us talk. Uh, num- uh, okay, sorry. You have heard us talk a number of times about how hard it is to be human. And it is. And it's because, well, partly because we can get overwhelmed. A lot can happen and we want to process everything at the same time. And there's so many times when that's just not even possible. Not even possible. So my, clearly my go-to still is to drink um, or the thought of drinking. And through my years of recovery, through my years of healing, my years of communicating with spirit, I now know when that thought comes, something's happening that I need to look at. This case, it was just sheerly total uh, sensory overload and complete overwhelm. Sometimes it's not that at all. Sometimes it's fear. Uh, sometimes it's fear of what happened, fear of what's going to happen, fear of the unknown. Sometimes it's an event that happened to another person that I have no control over. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is, but I know that when I have that thought of drink, and especially if it is sustained, um, because it's not uncommon, a hot summer day, and I think, oh man, ice cold beer would be good right now. Well, yeah, it would. I can't have it, but it's okay that I think that. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking about of being a, of checking in. If I have that thought on a hot summer day and that thought keeps going with me throughout the day and that's all I think about and I can't get away from it, then it's time to look at, okay, what's happening? What's going on? Why am I obsessing? Because something would definitely be going on. But that occasional thought, um, we can't punish ourselves for that. Uh, it doesn't matter what our addiction was, is, we have those momentary thoughts of it and maybe even a moment of remorse that we can't partake in it. That's okay. It's perfectly okay. It's those times when it's, it is sustaining that we have to really look at why, what's happening, what do I need to be honest about? And sometimes just being honest about it is enough to take care of it. Sometimes that honesty will bring enough clarity to some wounding. And then we have the beautiful opportunity of healing. Uh, for me, it just simply was sensory overload, overwhelm. And uh, I have not had that sustained thought of drink. And right now, I am glad to say a glass of wine cold or not, that does not sound good at all. The thought that I get with that is, oh, bitter vinegar. 
and I prefer it that way. So <laughs> I, I know somebody out there needed to hear this. Thank you so much for joining me and I will talk again uh, about recovery. Take care. Bye.